0: Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast.
1: Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Limon. What's poppin'? Thursday. <laughs> Are you going to watch the Hall of Fame game tonight? I feel like there's just nothing like, uh, you know...
0: I might actually.
1: Because like, I am I don't even know who's playing.
0: Honest with you, but I don't know who's playing I'm, either. I'll look, up. I'll look Fame it up game. right
1: now. Hall of uh, it, probably is,
0: I don't think I've ever, read, or it's been like a long time since I watched the Hall of Fame. Like, game. I usually is it like, like an two, actual preseason game, it's uh, it the like,
1: Cowboys and the Steelers. Okay, so there's really Najee Harris. I can watch him.
0: Okay, so it is like an actual preseason,
1: yeah, yeah it's always an actual preseason game. It's just one no one ever watches.
0: Okay, it's like
1: the weekend. <laughs> Will Harris
0: year. even play? We'll say it again. Will oh, Najee even play? Oh yeah.
1: Um. They said that Najee is going to play every single preseason game today. Okay. So uh, I'm excited about that. We'll see what happens. Uh. But anyway, welcome to Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. Uh. Today, as you saw in the title, as you saw in the thumbnail, if you're watching on YouTube, as you saw anywhere, it's a mock draft. Mock draft day. I'm pretty sure that every single week we are going to do a mock draft episode. Of some sort. I lied. Next week we don't have a mock draft. Maybe we'll do one on Monday or Friday. Yeah, uh, maybe. But a a mock draft episode, uh, almost every day for the rest of this month and into the first week of August. So it should be fun uh, because we mock we 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 draft. We're going to draft September. Uh, what is it? September fourth. Our home league. Uh, which is uh, yes. You know, it's in September.
0: Kind of like right. we we push it. We push it.
1: I like it. I know people who draft on uh, Memorial Day, or is that what it's called? Memorial Day the first Monday in September? Or is that... Uh, I think of
0: Memorial Days Day is in May. Veterans I, Day? I, I, I don't know. No, that's November. I know the holiday you're talking about. I just don't remember what it is. I, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't tell you either.
1: It's quite an American. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we're going to do... I, I'm, I'm kind of mad that... Are you sure so Memorial like, Day is that? Because I'm pretty sure that
0: no, Memorial Day is in May. You're right. It
1: is, it is See, a- now I have
0: to look this up.
1: Holiday okay. September. Labor Day? Labor Day, thank you. Is that what it is? It okay. is Labor Day. So anyway, some people draft on Labor Day. That sounds like a fun time. But Which is... So we have, have some good stuff coming up. Next week, I think we have uh, we have more uh, I think more breakout players, so breakout running backs and breakout quarterbacks and tight ends. Uh, and then we have some busts shows. We're not going to do, actually, we're going to do a QB bust show, no tight end bust shows, because I feel like that's a waste of time. <laughs> if you're not yeah. named Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, TJ Hawkinson, Mark Andrews, you're probably a bust. <laughs> uh, most likely. Most likely. So, yeah, we'll talk about some busts going into that and then. Uh, we got some good stuff coming in at the end of the month. It should be an interesting group of content. We also might be doing some individual videos. We, we were supposed to start that at the beginning of August, but we're slacking. So, a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, But anyway, so welcome on in. I already said our names, correct? The second time this week, I forgot.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's
1: okay. <laughs> so, yeah, today we're going to do a mock draft. Before we jump into that, check our website, fantasychamians.com. Any social media platform, really. Uh, You can check us out on there. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Just type in the Fantasy Champions, FF Champs, whatever. You'll find us. Um, If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcast platform, uh, head over to the review page um, and leave us a nice, healthy uh, review. Something that just says, like, we love you and you need to make more content. (laughs) Very much appreciated. If you're going to leave mean comments, save that for the YouTube comments so that we can grow our brand.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Uh, and then uh, be sure to share this podcast with your friends. Like, I also want to mention uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher. These these podcast platforms really picking up the pace. We're almost at uh, I think two hundred to two hundred and fifty per episode right now. So that's pretty good. We're getting we're getting up there. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below. Um, yeah. So let's Never let's,
0: satisfied though. Say it again. Two hundred, two fifty, not enough.
1: No, let's no. Bump the, We, let's bump more, we want out. ten thousand per episode. <laughs> ten yeah, thousand? Like yeah, more like twenty thousand. More like fifty thousand. Keep going up.
0: Interesting. I feel like I feel like I feel like I ah, never fifty thousand people even listening to fantasy football podcast. That's what I was gonna
1: say. I feel like uh well some people are crazy. This is I feel like I feel like you double the amount of listeners you have. Uh, on YouTube,
0: mm-hmm.
1: on your podcasting platforms, I don't understand that because I don't listen to podcasts. And when I do, I watch them on YouTube. Huh? I li- yeah, actually I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I just watch them on YouTube.
0: See, I I actually do the same thing, but I don't watch it. I'll just like open YouTube and then play it, and then put my phone down.
1: Yep, exactly. That's what yeah. I do.
0: I just use YouTube as a platform.
1: Um, but anyway uh, so the mock draft that we're gonna do today there's some there's some revolving news and uh, I talked about earlier this week there being um, a tweet that I sent out about risky running backs uh, and today're me and Rick are gonna draft in the middle of the draft there's no specific strategies I feel like we're gonna give you what we would do in these spots okay we're done with the strategies we're gonna we're gonna move forward with what we would do in these spots okay right Um. So there are some running backs in the middle of the rounds, and I, I want to <laughs> see what Rick does, and I want to see what I do in this spot. Uh, I think I'm five. Rick is going to be six in a 12-team PPR, three-wide receiver league. Um, yeah, and we'll we'll see what goes with that. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so let's, let's get it started. Boom. My iPad is making noise. It continues to make noise. Uh, oh. Do you hear that in the background? I don't. Okay, so we started this mock draft. If I could open it up on my computer, as I am on. The interesting,
0: interesting top four.
1: So we have Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, normal. Saquon goes one four. What is his ADP right now? It's I think six.
0: Okay, interesting. So it's not. I mean, it's not crazy, but.
1: So um. Yeah, for me, I think I think the best strategy as of right now, and I've been leaning. I've been going back and forth between whether I should be drafting a wide receiver in the middle of the second round or not. That's kind of been a debate for me. Um, Mm -hmm. but I definitely, I think if you're this high in the draft, you have to go running back. I think for right now in a, even in a PPR league, um, even in a PPR league, I feel like taking Nick Chubb at this point is probably the safest bet. And I do like Kamara and Jonathan Taylor, but I'm going to choose the safest running back here. and am going to take Nick Chubb.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm totally fine with Kamara here. Does that mean especially I rank
1: if... Nick Chubb like in the top four? Because yeah, I did. That's... I did do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. You would put him four at that point. In a PPR league, would you...
1: that's even harder.
0: Yeah. I'll take Kamara here. I feel like that's pretty good value at the 1-6, uh, especially with Michael Thomas. out. I think he can get a lot of targets uh, in that offense. So I'm totally fine with Kamara there.
1: Okay. Um, after Rick's pick, uh, JT went off the board, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Ezekiel Elliott, Travis Kelsey, Austin Eckler, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, and Stefan Diggs, and then it goes into Rick's pick at 207. Before we wow. jump into that, Rick, I wanted to ask you right now, we've been dealing with some situations. Obviously, you like Kamara probably more mm. than I do at this point.
0: Mm. It's weird. In the beginning of the offseason, I hated Kamara, and now I'm like, Slowly, as the offseason mm. went on, I've come around on him, but I'm still not like.
1: No, I know. On I, I like him. Kamara. Yeah, but I'm getting concerned about the offense over there for whatever reason. That no, it's it, valid. It might it's not clear, be yeah. that good, and if that's the case, that might hurt Kamara's upside. Yeah, um, I still think he's going to be like probably top ten, top twelve, especially yeah. on
0: touchdown. Re- like relying, he is right. If he plays in a poor offense, that will hurt.
1: Like he the range of outcomes for him are like he could be a top three running back this year or he could be like number twelve. Yeah. You know, and that that point differential. still be an RB
0: one, but Right the point
1: differential is huge. And if you're spending a first round pick on him, like I don't mind him at one oh six though. Um but yeah. the main conversations have been surrounding Jonathan Taylor and Saquon Barkley. JT right now. Uh, has if if I had live active rankings he would go from like five to like eight or nine in my rankings at this point um, he lost his quarterback for five to 12 weeks he lost it was a starting guard Quentin Nelson
0: yeah he's a, one of the one team. of the best
1: offensive linemen in the NFL and uh, and he he goes down to the same injury uh, that Carson Wentz went down with uh, so now he's out for five to 12 weeks Those guys are going to be back at some point in the season. But there are other issues surrounding Jonathan Taylor, such as the situation where Naheem Hines is still there, Marlon Mack is still there. So you might also have competition surrounding Jonathan Taylor. It's getting tougher and tougher for me personally to look at Jonathan Taylor and think like, oh, my God, this guy is going to be elite this year. And uh, all the power to the truthers because I don't know how you stick with it. Uh, it's it's getting hard. I don't want to run after guys who do not have good offenses because I'll tell you right now, the Colts offense, unless they do something at quarterback, uh, is not going to be good this year.
0: At least it's not going to start out being good. Right. I think it could be good when Wentz is healthy um, and if everything clicks for him. But to start off the first month of the season or first mm-hmm. five weeks, however long, Carson Wentz is going to be out. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be bad. Um they're gonna have to be relying on their defense to win football games. I don't think Jonathan Taylor comes out of the gate hot at all. Yeah, he's he's honestly dropped a tier for me, a full tier. Like he was in that five, six, seven range. Now to me, he's in that Zeke Eckler, Mixon, even Aaron Jones range. Like he's he's among those guys for yeah. me. Do you um, think which you're... is like end of the first, early second?
1: Do you think the ADP is going to reflect?
0: That situation. I think he will drop. He'll drop a few spots, but I don't think he'll go too far. Maybe okay. like 108, 109. Uh,
1: I mean, if he ends up as an early second round pick, I'm all right with that. But yeah, so, exactly. I'm just I'll like, I already pick. didn't like the risks surrounding that when they re-signed Marlon Mack.
0: Right. Now, this is interesting in my spot here. So we had Devontae Adams after that at 108. Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. 109. Zeke 110. Travis Kelsey, another first round pick. Oh boy. Eckler 112. DeAndre Hawkins 2-1, Joe Mixon 2-2, two two. Aaron Jones 2-3, DK Metcalf 2-4, Calvin Ridley 2-5, Stephon Diggs 2-6. So, so, I so that leaves me that with – Because I already said that. Oh, you did? Yeah, dude. I sorry. didn't even – I just blanked out. Sorry. Okay. Was,
1: clearly you weren't listening to me.
0: I wasn't when, when oh. hosts aren't listening. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> to my point, where I'm sitting here with Antonio Gibson, your guy, yeah. Najee Harris, and A.J. Brown. Gibson in this – There's I,
1: I don't, it's not even a question for me
0: over Najee. Yeah. To me, it's like, it's a toss up. Okay. But I, I mean, know Do whatever you, you, you want. <laughs> yeah. You know, normally I would just give you the guy you want, but since we're drafting, like, I think we would, I think I would lean just in a bubble. I think I would lean Gibson over Harris, but it's close okay. to me.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, Gibson has been, like, all over the place in my mock drafts. He's either going
0: yeah, this feels late like first. Than... Say it again? I, I've seen him in, like, the early third.
1: Yeah, see, I, I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum. In uh, mock drafts I've been doing with people, I've seen, really? I've seen him early late second. First? Mm. Right around where Jones
0: is. I mean, I, I don't mind it at all. I mean, I obviously just took him in the like middle of – of the second. So yeah. I have no I problem with that. But.
1: Some, some people will jump out and say, I don't know. I, I mean, I think obviously a, a little sneak peek into our breakout running back show. Antonio Gibson has got to be on that list, but um, it's like, it's, it's, he is a, and I want to see what happens as we approach training camp. I mean, not, not training camp as we approach the regular season, because last year, I remember in August is when the hype train started really going for Miles Sanders, my guy. And, mm-hmm. And that's when people like beginning of August, he was he was kind of like a late second round pick. I don't know if you remember that. Um Yeah. Somewhere around that range. He was going middle to late second round. And then the hype started picking up on him and more and more people were like, He's gonna be a breakout, he's gonna be a breakout, he's gonna be a breakout, and then like you got all the way to actual draft night and, you know, late August, early September, and you you're sitting there with Miles Sanders, you know, going off the board at one eleven, one twelve in a twelve team league. So it was like, is that what is that what is that what is going to happen with Antonio Gibson? Or are we gonna see him sit right around the spot or stay late second?
0: I think he'll he'll stay around the spot. I think. Yeah. But I hope he does. Okay. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna take my pick. Um I think this is a pretty easy selection here. Now I have been as much as excited as I am about Najee Harris. Uh, I have been a little bit more hesitant. Um, I I, I got to go do the Pittsburgh Steelers projections. Um, well, that'll make you less hesitant. Yeah, no. Uh, I, well, <laughs> I I just don't like. I think I think it was um, so. Pro Football f- uh, Focus PFF released their offensive line rankings.
0: Yeah. Oh, Pittsburgh I know it's Pittsburgh was like
1: 31 or 32. Yep. Um, their offensive line is one of the worst in the league. I don't believe Najee has a good schedule.
0: That's, I know. Both things scare me so much. But. And when he was drafted by the series, that's what I said, too. Like, it's going to be scary.
1: There is a good possibility that he gets 300-plus touches. Yeah. And yep. even if the efficiency isn't amazing. Mm-hmm. I still think Najee Harris is going to be a really, really good talent, so I, I have to take Najee here. There's not another running back that I would take in the second round. Um, like, would you take? Would you take Clyde? Like at two nine, two ten.
0: 210? I, I mean, I would take him in that range, but I wouldn't take over Najee Harris.
1: Okay, because I'm like, you know, we're both in our home league. We're both in the the 212 range, mm-hmm. um, and so it doesn't really matter. You can't trade up and I'm not really going to tell you what I'm going to do at 211 anyway but um <laughs> like Hope I feel like it's okay there. to take guys like Swift and 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 Clyde Edwards-Hilaire.
0: It's okay at because we have two- different opinions on guys. Right. So like in our home league, I don't think you're going to take Swift. I mean, you might take Swift because he's the best running back available, but yeah. if he's there, I'll take him.
1: But yeah, no, I mean, late first for those two guys, um I'm okay with but if you start getting into a situation where your your home league is just wiping out running backs, and it's a huge run right. where you know Najee Harris is off the board at two four, and we still haven't yep. seen Adams, and he'll go off the board, and it's just like a run on like fifteen straight running backs or something stupid yeah. like that, then yeah. you have to start considering as a as you know as a guy t- picking at one one uh one 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 two one three to go wide receiver at that point. But anyway, after my pick, uh, Patrick Mahomes, A.J. Brown, DeAndre Swift, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire wraps up the second round. Third round, Justin Jefferson, George Kittle, Keenan Allen, and J.K., my... Man, those are Dobbins. I projected him at 250 fantasy points, and I'm low on him.
0: Holy cow. Uh, I feel like I, I, I gotta go readjust those. That would be my RB2 right now.
1: <laughs> like, legit, hold on a second. I'm gonna see if I can pull them up to, to give you the numbers. What did you what give check. him? Bro, I don't even know. So I, I want to compare it to mine. Okay, so I gave J.K. Dobbins 256 rush, rush attempts.
0: Okay, so that's 20 more than me.
1: I feel like I need to dial that back just a pinch for Gus Buss. Yeah. Because I got Gus Buss at 728 rushing yards and six touchdowns. Or five touchdowns. I'm that's
0: actually close to what I have with Gus. I have Gus at six touchdowns through six, seven to six yards rushing. Yikes.
1: Um, yeah, so I have I have him projected at 12 touchdowns.
0: Ooh, yeah, I've met
1: eight. Okay, that's probably the the difference. I need to dial yeah. it back a little bit. Deep. I did those projections when I was excited about Dobbins.
0: Sorry, I have a. I'm I'm in a similar boat. It's okay with other players.
1: <laughs> so that leaves me at three five on the clock after the J.K. Dobbins pick. Uh, and this is kind of where the strategy melts a little bit. Because you could go three running backs. Like mm-hmm. guys like David Montgomery, Chris Carson, Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs. These are guys like because I'm not going to see those at 4-8. So I could go running back here or I could take because then, you know, my pick at uh, 4-8, you're also talking about guys, I guess, guys like Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin, Robert Woods, DJ Moore, some, some of those guys at the wide receiver position that I could take. So, I mean it's risky either way. Which way do I go? I know who you're going to take.
0: Do you? Yeah, I I do. It's going to depend on who you take.
1: I'm going to take I'm going to take Monty.
0: Okay. I
1: was going to take T-Mac,
0: but if you took T-Mac, I was going to take Monty. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> see strategies too similar. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think for me, like I'm going to try this three running back approach. I've been going back and forth on what I want to do because like, I, f- I just feel like it's so bad mm-hmm. at the running back position after the, th- the third round. That yeah. it's like I, I don't know what to do with it. Like you're talking about guys like like Daryl Henderson, Daryl Henderson, <sighs> Travis Etienne, Kareem Hunt, Chase Edmonds, Mike Davis. <sighs> like, it's so bad that it's
0: like if I want I a third running me, yeah. back, say it again. I don't blame you for going through running backs first three rounds.
1: It's just like, and I can figure out the wide receiver position later. Um yeah. But anyway. So after your pick, you had Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson, Robinson, Sanders, Thomas, ends of the third round, and then you had uh, Murray, Jones, Evans, Gaskin, Allen, Josh Allen, that is, and uh, Robert Woods, at four six. Now it's your pick, four seven.
0: Which Cowboys receiver do you want?
1: I know which one I want.
0: I still don't know. I really don't. I have them projected like a single point off of each other. Mm-hmm. I go back and forth. So this is too early, weekend.
1: by the way, for you for Daryl Anderson?
0: Um. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's definitely too
1: early for Daryl Anderson. Um. This is funny because I feel like this is what draft night's going to be like for us.
0: You know, I usually go Amari Cooper, but for the heck of it, I'm going see Lamb. I don't have any.
1: <laughs> such a jerk. Uh, I feel like this is what draft night is going to be for us because we are freaking right next to each other. Yeah. Uh, in our home league. So as soon as we sit there and uh, start drafting, um, it's going to be you sniping me and me sniping you.
0: Yep, all night. <laughs> it's
1: going to hurt a little bit, hurt intensely. Um, yeah, so I, I got to go with the other Cowboys wide receiver, Amari Cooper with my pick. I gotta, I gotta get one elite guy. Um, if you had not taken, I actually, if I was sitting there on your pick, Mm -hmm. that's exactly what I would have done. Yeah. So if you had Amari Cooper and CD lamb in the home league draft night, who do you take?
0: I'm going back and forth. I think I'm leaning CD lamb, but it's, I think they're very similar. Okay. So Um, one of them will definitely be better than the other though. I think I'm gonna to have to uh I'll do like some last second research on the Cowboys before I make that decision. But I like both players. I so think both players could be wide receiver. So won. you don't regret
1: it. Mm-hmm. Um all right, and then Chris Godwin, four nine, Lamar Jackson, Daryl Henderson, Mark Andrews, start the fifth round, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, Kareem Hunt, Kyle Pitts. Um I'll Kyle pitch. Pitts is the fifth tight end off the board. Is that what's going on right now? Yes. Yeah. Um so I did some projections today on DJ Moore. <laughs> Hmm. Um, I think I had him at 209, 209 fantasy points.
0: That's not bad. I don't
1: think. No. Fantasy. Um, I'm sorry. Sleeper has him at 216. That's the projection right now. Um okay. But anyway, I could go DJ Moore. Kenny Galladay has been dealing with some hamstring problems, I believe. Um, which is not a good sign for a wide receiver or any player going into training camp. Usually, hamstring injuries linger into the season and it leads to missed time. Uh, whether or not you know Kenny like, Galladay,
0: yeah, Kenny, is that what you said?
1: Yeah, Kenny Galladay. Oh god, is it a hamstring?
0: Every every year he had a hamstring. The injury last year that made him miss the entire season was a hamstring.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god, I got. Is I it the same hamstring? Sure. Um, I'm not entirely sure. Hold on, I'm going to open it At least it I think one. it was a hamstring injury It says last uh, year. optimism regarding hamstring injury. So it is a hamstring injury. I don't know which one it is. Uh, walking gingerly off the field on Tuesday per Jordan run.
0: Initial indications are that the, the Galladay's hamstring injury issue isn't serious. So that's what they said last year.
1: Good, good news. I'm going to take DJ Moore. Yeah. I'll take the win. risk because I think Amari Cooper with Dak Prescott is going to be good. So mm-hmm. I'm not really loving the wide receivers that I'm getting right now, but
0: I'll roll with it. Yeah. This one is interesting. I I think uh, there's some good options at wide receiver. Definitely DJ Moore was the guy I wanted, though. So I think it drops off. I'm not going to take Kenny Galladay. I would. I think I would rather have Thaleen. I'd rather have Cooper Cup. I'd rather have Deontay Johnson, and I would rather have Tyler Lockett. Um, I'm actually going to take Cooper Cup though. I think he's has a chance to be really. Slow. He's been consistent the last two years with Jared Goff, mm-hmm. um, and you put Matt Stafford in that offense. So I think there's a chance that he's better than people think this year. Oh dang it, Javante! Right, now so I've
1: after- been hearing a lot of stuff.
0: So okay, obviously, the, Melvin
1: Gordon's the running back one there, and you think he's going to, Javante's going to take over? I um, do. I'm becoming less inclined to believe this is like a similar situation to Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor.
0: Well, that only happened because Marlon Mack tore
1: his Achilles. I know. So this is what I'm saying. I don't think Javante's going to take over the job from
0: Mar- Melvin Gordon. You don't think it'll be like Swift? A Swift situation? No. Or even a, uh, who was it? J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram.
1: Who was it from That's I think Swift the best comparable.
0: Year? What is it?
1: Who was Swift? Was Peterson right?
0: It was Peterson, yeah. And, and he was, took over sooner, what but what was Dobbins the last had Xan Mark Ingram. Ingram. J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram, and Mark Ingram was the clear starter, and he was until about week ten. Huh. So, it depends on which comparable you think. Because if you think it's Swift and taking Javante that high is fine, but if you think it's Dobbins, then he probably should go more like seven down. Um, this spot is just an absolute graveyard. Uh, Did you announce the picks after mine? Uh, no. So we had Travis Etienne five seven, Kenny Galladay five eight, Adam Thielen, five nine, Deontay Johnson five ten, Tyler Lockett, five eleven. I think that's a good spot. TJ Hawkinson five twelve, Chase Edmonds six one, Russell Wilson six two. Jamar Chase, 6'3", so he dropped back down. He was the fifth round the other day, and now he's back down to the sixth round. He's going all over the place. T. Higgins, 6'4", Brandon Ayuk, 6'5", that's decent value. Javante Williams, 6'6", and now here I am at 6'7". With my options being Mike Davis, Odell Beckham Jr., Chase Claypool, James Robinson, Raheem Mozart, Malvin <laughs> Gordon, Cortland Sutton. Yeah, uh, It's really crappy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go... I, I think Claypool is probably the best bet here. But to be honest, if I was drafting, I would take DJ Chark. Okay. Would lean Cortland Sutton and Claypool, I think, would be my two other options. But yeah.
1: In a three quarterback league.
0: Three receiver, you three mean? Qu-
1: oh, yeah. Wow. Three quarterbacks. <laughs> that would be hell. 26 quarterbacks that would start. <laughs> or something like that. That could be wrong, actually.
0: That would be yeah. 36. <laughs> That'd be crazy. 32. It would have to be a 10 so Every single
1: quarterback would be.
0: Wow. That's yeah. It, you would have to do a 10 deeper. Yeah. Uh,
1: anyway. So yeah, you wouldn't have any
0: backups. <laughs>
1: um, I, I haven't really heard or talked like, I, I feel like one person that everyone's not really discussing or talking about much is Cortland Sutton. Um, mm. He participated in team drills on Wednesday. Um, He was in seven-on-sevens. It doesn't look like the injury stuff that he's been dealing with is a problem. What are your thoughts on Cortland Sutton right now?
0: No, I like Sutton a lot. I I think I would probably take him. I was thinking about taking him over, Chark. The only problem is that Denver, as we get closer to the season, it looks more and more like Drew Locke's the quarterback again. Or if not Drew Locke, it'll be Teddy Bridgewater. Um, and it's not going to be like a Deshaun Watson or obviously not Aaron Rodgers. So it, it's going to be someone within their team Yeah. and there's a ceiling with that offense. If Teddy Bridgewater is a quarterback, you know, they're not going to have an explosive offense and with all those mm-hmm. mouths to feed, it's, it, I'm, I'm getting lower and lower on Sutton. I still love him a lot and I think he's underrated as a player. Um, and I think taking him here is still a good spot, but that's why I took Chark over him is because
1: there's those concerns with the quarterback play. So I have a I have a plethora of, of wide receivers here: Odell Beckham, Chase Claypool, mm-hmm. Cortland Sutton, Juju Smith-Schuster, De- Debo Samuel, uh, Robbie Anderson. I'm going to say, um, don't draft Odell.
0: Yeah, I I don't know why. that's a trap.
1: Uh, and do not draft Juju Smith-Schuster. That is also a massive trap. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Chase Claypool. I'm I'm thinking at okay. six eight. That's probably the smartest selection, it's not safe yeah. by any means, considering that Pittsburgh does have Juju back and they do have Deontay Johnson there, and I'm a Chase Claypool guy, I love Chase Claypool, but um, I didn't uh, when we talked about Chase Claypool uh, like a month ago, I totally forgot that Juju was on this team and so he is going to command some reps and some target share. It's not going to be good for him, but um, I just don't know what like I think, I think Claypool should overtake Juju and possibly Deontay because I think he's talented enough to do it. But like, I just I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's gonna happen this year. Uh, after yeah. my pick, Mike Davis, Odell Beckham, Robbie Anderson, uh, James Robinson, Cortland Sutton, Juju Smith-Schuster, Melvin Gordon, um, Jerry Judy. I also want to note we're talking about you were excited about drafting Javante at 6'6". And right now, Melvin Gordon is seven three. He is old, and it's not exciting. But would you be interested in all in taking Melvin Gordon here in the seventh round?
0: I would rather Melvin Gordon over like James Robinson, um, and Raheem. I don't know. He's in that range, but yeah, I I, I would definitely wouldn't mind taking Melvin Gordon in the seventh round.
1: Okay, he was uh he was in PPR leagues. He was uh, number fourteen overall last year, so. I think it's yeah. like a decent. It's a decent backup, but anyway, that's not even an option for me. I don't know what to take here. I'm gonna take Debo.
0: Yeah, that's a good pick.
1: I mean, it's it's. I don't like it, but we'll run with it.
0: No, I think that's a good pick. That would have been my pick. Um, it's either Debo or
1: Debo Will Fuller or Tyler Voigt. Now, just
0: I have a question. What are your thoughts on Devonte Smith in the, at this point?
1: Uh, n- not anymore.
0: He has a leg injury. <laughs> he's only out two weeks. It's a it's a small injury. I know, it's but it's weeks.
1: a it's a it's an MCL sprain. So he might only be out for two weeks, but there's a question of whether the injury lingers into the season. Hmm. I like okay. Fonzo Smith, but let's not, take,
0: let's pretend the injury wasn't there. What what would? I'm not a fan of drafting wide receivers that are rookies.
1: Yeah, i want to be stubborn on that
0: because I I think I mean I think he's got. Almost a better opportunity than Jamar Chase, but
1: yeah, no, I, I right would agree right. with that. But I, I, still don't. I don't.
0: You're just so firm on the rookie. You know, you're like someone in our league about rookies in general, and he won't take rookie running backs either. <laughs> like no matter what.
1: Um, um, usually, rookie wide receivers are not. It's not advisable to to, to draft them. Even like true. Justin Jefferson was like but the thir- what a 13th, year, 14th pick last year.
0: Yeah, he was at like a 13. But round the guys that
1: get the, here's my thing is that the guys that ended up getting drafted uh hmm. like last year and had successful seasons as rookies were yeah. guys who were in between rounds twelve or maybe I'll go even like ten and fifteen. So like the
0: top rookie wide receiver last year that got drafted in fantasy was CeeDee Lamb. And he finished as wide receiver twenty, and he was getting drafted as like wide receiver thirty. Right?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't have the ADP from last year in front of me, but I think he was like, I think he was similar, a similar spot to Devonte Smith where he's going right now. Seventh round.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't as high as Chase, but he was like, he was like eighth ninth round.
1: But like, if you, if you think and that he worked if, out. if there's a chance that Devonta Smith's ceiling is what CD lamb did last year, which is wide receiver 20, wide receiver 19. Do you want to take that here? Or do you want to take a guy that you think
0: might have a, yeah, I would. I would probably. Ra- I mean, I would probably rather take a couple other guys, but he's he's getting in that range. Like it would be seventh, late seventh, yeah, eighth I round. I just.
1: But the thing is, is that people are looking at last year was a good wide receiver class. They're saying this year is going to be a ridiculous wide receiver class. And I heard somebody on a podcast earlier today say uh, that right now the rookie, like everyone, is succumbing to this rookie hype for every player, mm-hmm. whether it's Jamar Chase, Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle. Like you see it with Kyle Pitts, fifth tight end off the board. Like, I mean, I'm
0: not look like how many rookie wide receivers last year had a good season. So it was like Higgins, Lamb, and Jefferson, right? There was three guys. Yeah. I don't even think there'll be three because I don't think Waddle has a great rookie season. I'm not saying like Rashad Bateman's going to go out and get Mm -hmm. a gazillion yards, but I do think one of them will be good, maybe two. So I think that's either two or or maybe Smith.
1: The reason why I don't. Want to do that is because we don't know which guy it's going to be. It's usually not the first rookie wide receiver off the board.
0: Yeah, mm,
1: um, or usually that like what was la- last year? I think CD Lamb and Jerry Judy were the first two rookies off the Judy
0: board. Judy and Lamb were the two, and they yeah, weren't. And Judy they weren't didn't work rec- out.
1: They weren't wide receiver ones, and they didn't finish very. Like I mean, CD Lamb finished, but
0: CD Lamb wasn't. I mean, you're not at this point in the draft. You're not drafting for wide receiver one. And so I know. I'm proud. just
1: I'm I'm playing. I, I personally am like if the ceiling I know is gonna be like between eighteen to twenty four for the rookie wide receiver, I don't really want to draft that there. I'd rather go for a guy who has a chance That's to right. be a high end wide receiver too, like a Tyler Boyd, somebody like
0: that. Okay. I'm gonna take my guy. <laughs>
1: After all that discussion, he just takes errors.
0: Yeah. No, I was I wasn't gonna take Devonte, but yeah. I just wanted to give. I
1: you mean, talking. hey, all the power to you if you like to take Chase or Devonta Smith. And I think if there's any year for a guy to finish as a wide receiver, one like Justin Jefferson did last year, I think uh-huh. it might be either one of those guys because they both landed in situations where they're gonna be utilized a lot. Um, but and the guys that got drafted like that I liked like Rashad Bateman and Terrace Terrace Marshall and other you know young rookie wide receiver the only guy that I'm, i actually kind of disagree with you with jalen waddle like i don't like the short really? fast wide receivers but in year one miami
0: with will fuller and Devonte parker and
1: devonte parker's uh, been hurt i uh, see now you, you added will fuller in there i totally forgot he went to miami and I was yeah. staring right at him a second ago. See, but if but I had he to, is... Uh, I Will Fuller, by the way, is also suspended for the first couple of weeks of the season, and he's been dealing it's only with week foot, one it's foot only injury one game the last couple
0: weeks. Yeah, I know. That's why. I, and then Devontae Parker, I, I think, is also hurt. hurt. Well, be yeah, right. but Waddle got hurt, too. Waddle uh, got like an ankle injury or something. Like, my
1: bet, with if, assuming Devontae Smith is fine...
0: It would be Devonte. Smith. He's already behind.
1: If that's my problem. Is that with this whole situation with this with no, his that is true. Tape, that that does
0: change things. Um, um, but I, I actually I, would say Chase, even though I wouldn't take him in the fifth round. But like, you but, have
1: three guys in in Cincinnati. You have three right. guys in Miami that
0: could. Who's take... Who's there in Philly? Jalen Rieger is right now, not. I mean, every time Smith I hear Smith about it, him, it
1: reminds me. It reminds me of Justin Jefferson's situation in the year prior, where like, what was it? Terry McLaurin broke out. There's literally nothing there. But everyone knows right. there's nothing there with Devonta Smith, so he's like getting <laughs> drafted in this double team. Too close for it's too much for me. I can't do it.
0: Okay. I would really consider taking Devonte Smith. Okay. Maybe not in the seventh, but um where did he end up going here? Late seventh. Like early eighth, I think I would I would very much consider taking. Okay. Here, uh did you announce the picks afterwards? No, I have to ask uh, you uh, it was
1: Rodgers, Mostert, wow. Jones, Hurts, Devonta Smith, uh, Fournette, Curtis Samuel, uh, David Johnson, Goder, Font, Moss, and Tyler Boyd. Bro, Zach
0: Moss, you kind of so gross. Bro, I feel like you got um,
1: sniped twice in the last three rounds.
0: You did, or I did. You did.
1: I don't yeah. know who you were going to take here, but I know I, I wanted Tyler
0: Boyd. Boyd. Um, I definitely would think about Will Fuller. Brandon Cooks is not bad value. They did add, um, or no, they traded away receiver. Oh, no, they added Anthony Miller, right? The Bears, the Bears. Yeah. So they did add a receiver, and it's like, who's going to be their quarterback? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but if, if it's Deshaun Watson, that would be a great, a steal at this point in the eighth round. But I'm going to go a little off the board because I don't think he'll be there. My next pick, I'm going a little disco. So I get both Jaguars receivers.
1: You suck.
0: Is that who you were taking? Yeah, dude.
1: Um I'm gonna add a little bit to the running back room and I'm gonna take Trey Sermon.
0: That's not bad. Or Trey Sermon. However you want to say, I'm a it. little I'm. I think I think the way you feel about Melvin Gordon and uh Javante Williams is kinda how I feel about Raheem Mostert. And, yeah, but Melvin like Gordon's that. actually like good. <laughs> Yeah. Mostert I mean, literally career. hasn't
1: like, Melvin Gordon, he misses like three or four games, maybe a season. Last year, actually, he only missed like two. Yeah, he's um, 28, though. But Raheem Mostert will literally miss like 12 games. It's <laughs> like book it. That's
0: true. That is true.
1: So anyway, I, I just, and, and they're saying that Sermon is like, he looks like the best back in camp and all this stuff. So could go either way. But I'm I'm willing to take the risk. I mean, who else is there for me to take?
0: Like I could have right. taken no, James no, no. Connor. Yeah. No, it's not a bad pick. It's not a bad pick by any means.
1: But anyway, I had Waddle, Fuller, Brandon Cooks, J- uh, Jarvis Landry, end of the eighth round, beginning ninth, Kenyon Drake, Michael Carter, James Connor, and then Logan excuse me, Logan Thomas. That's gross. Um I'm gonna take Ryan Tannehill here. I'll go Oh, you
0: forward. sniped me. So I was
1: gonna say, um, Joe Burrow had a report come out today and it said that um he's struggling mightily. In training camp he's throwing a lot of picks he looks scared um they said one play he literally lifted his leg to make sure he didn't get hit Ooh, that's yeah it's, uh, so there's been some I don't know I don't want to speculate training camp hype and different crap like that but there hasn't been good things coming out of the Cincinnati training camp
0: yeah that's concerning um I'll take Matt Stafford then <laughs> <laughs> you just you yourself. just took me away from my guy, Burrow.
1: <laughs> Do you, are you actually concerned?
0: Yeah, that would that would legitimately concern me. I, it's just one play
1: and it could have been read any kind of way. I, I have I haven't seen anything. So if he's
0: nervous about his leg though, like that will affect him. Yeah. That especially will in a training camp session. See. Yeah.
1: Uh, after um, Stafford we had Brady, Gasicki, Burrow, Tanyan, <laughs> Dylan, Lawrence. Uh, Michael Pittman, Rob Gronkowski, Marquise Brown, Mike Williams, Michael Gallup, and then Gus
0: Bus. <clears throat> and I'm going to go off the board again here and take the Reds.
1: I'm going to go on the board here and take Antonio Brown.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh yeah. So Brown, uh, Rugs is a good pick. Um, what is his What is his real ADP?
0: Um, it's a little low. It wasn't crazy lower. It was probably like early eleventh. Okay. Late 10th
1: um yeah i i kind of like antonio brown I, there's a lot of targets there in tampa and it's kind of going to be up and up and down for him so i'd rather have him on the bench as a matchup oh. dependent guy but i mean what he was doing at the end of the season last year was really good so i i think it's worth it in the 10th round um and then you got Corey davis coming off the board matt ryan tyler higby um jamal williams irv smith jr baker mayfield devin singletary and then name hines at uh, 11-4. And then we have 11-5. I'm going to take my guy. This guy, literally fifth round pick in 2020, I believe. Uh, he had a good season last year. They trade Anthony Miller, the Chicago Bears. So I take Darnell Mooney um, in that the was... 11th
0: round. After after I took Ruggs, I saw Mooney and I was like, oh, maybe I should have taken Mooney over Ruggs. It would have been one of those two guys. I but... got you. Um, Yeah, here is an interesting... Um, mm-hmm. I would think about Hunter Henry because I've just been taking him in like every mock, and I think he can be a decent tight end. Some people think it'll be John. O. I mean, if Kim Newton's a starter, it might be neither. Um, I'm actually gonna go with my bold prediction take here, mm-hmm. so I'll take Justin Fields and okay. pair him with Stafford. Interesting. Yeah, I, th- I think he has a lot of upside, so he'll be my backup quarterback. Stafford will be my guy, and then if he mm-hmm. lives up to that potential. He'll slide right
1: in. Uh, after your pick, we had Pollard, Bateman, Henry, uh, Aguilor, Elijah Moore. What is M. Jones? Marvin Jones? I can't see the picture, so yeah, Marvin uh, Jones. Devonte. Par- <laughs> I was like Mac Jones. Uh, Devontae <laughs> Parker, Cole Hardman. I've been watching way too much stuff on Mac Jones. I got to relax. Uh, Latavius Murray, Kirk Cousins, Johnny Smith, and then Philip Lindsay, uh, and then your pick at twelve seven.
0: And then I'll take Russell Gage here. Russell Gage,
1: you're still in the Russell Gage trade, huh? A
0: little bit. All right, interesting. Why were you not taking him? Uh, no, not anymore. Well, maybe, maybe yeah. it like,
1: what is re- what's his real ADP? You didn't reach on him, did you?
0: No, he was the next top guy,
1: so it's okay. right here. All right, um, I probably should go like tight end. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta I... round out the team, guys. I'm gonna go commit.
0: Oh, you son of a gun! Yeah, I'll take commit. That was going to be my
1: pick. But now I got like two Chicago Bears, and I don't really like that pretty much. That's kind of gross, yeah. See, I got the stacks you wanted with Fields. <laughs> Why do we draft so many Bears yeah. in the last five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I have pack. no idea.
0: <laughs> Those are, honestly, could be some late-round steals too, if Fields uh, ends yeah. up being good.
1: Um. Oh, it's my pick again. My God. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I was winning. Why it. are you not picking? Uh, I had Cole Beasley, T.Y. Uh, T. Hilton, um, Alexander Madison, J.D. McKissick, Deshaun Watson, Jalen Rieger, uh, Rondell Moore, and then Trey Lance. I was going to say, um, if if uh, let's assume that, uh, what's his name? I mean, obviously, assumptions don't matter, and uh, he's not going to play week one. But um, Carson Wentz, if he had played, was T.Y. Hilton a good selection here at twelve ten?
0: Like in the a 12th, 12th round, at time, it joke? wouldn't have been bad. I you don't like it, it now, but yeah, oh, that's Brian, not bad so. at all.
1: But like, if you were in the 12th round and you had T. Y. Hilton on the board, yeah, <laughs> Carson Wentz with Carson
0: in? Wentz who likes to throw it down the field, yeah, yeah. absolutely not bad. Absolutely, we saw with Deshaun Jackson.
1: I don't like I don't like older like wide receivers, um,
0: at all. Yeah, but T. Hilton played like. Remember what I said last year when, I, when I mm-hmm. called T.Y. Hilton a bust last year, is one of my reasons was Philip Rivers can't throw the ball down the field. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, he just couldn't throw it down the field. But Carson Wentz is the complete opposite. He usually tends to play well with guys who go down the field. Uh-huh. It's it's like a perfect match, honestly. But with Wentz out the first few weeks, it's like, yeah. Paris I, Campbell, really? Yeah. But I'm no t- quarterback?
1: I did take a quarterback, Ryan Tannehill.
0: I'm saying, like, Paris Campbell has no quarterback. Oh, Jacob Efe.
1: See, you know, I made the mistake I shouldn't have made. Well, maybe I got to go back.
0: I have a question. No, you, no, you can't do that. I'll yell at you. Um, I mean, I'm so
1: I'm so habitually like used to drafting Paris Campbell that it just <laughs> yeah. happened. What do you, Not that there's uh, what anybody you, on the board that I want to take.
0: No. Maybe like Gabe What do you Davis. think of um, my starting tight end, Adam Tromman? Uh
1: the same way I feel about any of the other assets on the Saints. So, yeah.
0: But with no I say Thomas this, out, I say
1: this like I feel like so let's, let's use the, 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 the scenario or the metric that we usually use when determining whether a tight end can have success. Where is he in the target? Like, how do I say this? Where is he on, like, the target list? The target depth I'm sorry, he's probably
0: two. Kamara is one, right? Or maybe, maybe um he might be two, maybe three, until Michael Thomas comes
1: back. Same thing with Komet? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't mind it. I'm just not like... Because, like, who's... who's, Michael Thomas is out.
0: Their mm -hmm. wide receiver one right now is Trey smith
1: And they haven't signed anyone or brought anyone in. Right. And if if our boy, James Winston, James
0: Famous... Oh, then Truman's getting 60 catches, 25 touchdowns. (laughs) 60 catches, 20...
1: That's like a (laughs) touchdown on more than, like, 60% of it.
0: Yeah. His his catch. Every other it? catch. Every third um, catch.
1: Yeah, no, I mean I don't mind it. I think Trotman or Komet could be good. Komet is more dependent on I would definitely
0: rather have Komet, but I think okay. Trotman as a late round value, it could be sneaky good.
1: Okay. Um we have Jared Cook, Carson Wentz, Char- uh, Charlie Kirk. That's that's <laughs> not Kirk. even Christian Kirk. Um Tariq Cohen, Kenny Gainwell, Evan Ingram, Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman? John Brown Daniel Jones Chuba Hubbard uh, Rashad Penny Amon Ross St. Brown and then your pick
0: Uh, I would give Davis
1: I was just stretching my back that's a good pick I'm gonna go with uh, Tua
0: okay that's a good pick too
1: Tua Tungavailoa
0: this is where I would take this is where I would take Terrace you would take Terrace here. Okay.
1: Yeah, 14th, 15th round.
0: Honestly? Runner. Yeah, that's not a bad... That's not a bad flyer. Like, I would, I would take it. I, I, would I would not take a monitor. I
1: don't get that. Yeah. No, I don't. What about Rondale? How do you feel about Rondale?
0: I love him in Dynasty, but in Redraft, there's like... They have like six receivers on that team <laughs> that are going to make the team.
1: <laughs> yeah. They
0: have Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins...
1: Charlie, I know you uh, hate AJ Green, but see, I keep
0: doing that. AJ Green is there, and Gundry Hopkins is saying he's like an elite receiver still. What he said in training camp, so they're like the way they're treating AJ Green right now is like their plan is to go Hopkins on one side and AJ Green on the other. Interesting, yeah. So I haven't heard anything, I've only heard good things about that. So, but Rondell Moore does look good in camp, like he dominated, I guess, some corner today. So for okay. the other day um, that makes me sweaty. Yeah, so I, I like Rondell more. I just don't know about the opportunity it's going to get. All
1: right. So, so for my strategy here and we got to end the show cause I've been longer than 45 minutes almost. Uh, Well, actually I could be, I could be wrong about that, but anyway, so I went with three running backs first. So I ended up with Nick Chubb, Najee Harris, David Montgomery, and then I had Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, um, which lines out my wide receiver in the running back position. What do you think of that?
0: Not bad. That's not bad. Uh,
1: and then I had Debo, Trey Sermon, Trey Sermon, however you want to say it. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, Antonio Brown, it's Darnell there. Mooney. Uh, and then he had Cole Komet, Paris Campbell, a uh, bad pick for, by me. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tua Tungvaluwa as a backup quarterback. Um, yeah, I mean, there has been thoughts in my mind. Because at that Najee pick, I could go with my guy. Could go AJ Brown.
0: Right. But that no, was, no, no. that was a discussion. I think that you would have to have internally with yourself, but I think Harris was, was a good pick. I took Kamara first round Antonio Gibson second is my top two running backs. And this was a three receiver league. So I did go heavy receiver. I went Terry McLaurin, CD lamb, Cooper cup, DJ shark. DJ Chark was the first select spot. Um, or the only flex spot, I guess, because we only had one flex spot. Then on my bench, I had Damian Harris, LaVisca Chenault, went Matt Stafford for my quarterback, Henry Ruggs, Justin Fields as a young quarterback who could break out, Russell Gage, Adam Troutman, who is just a flyer picking the 13th round of me tight end, and then Gabe Davis, the 14th. Nice.
1: There you have it. Mock draft, 12 team, PPR. I think it's PPR. I don't remember.
0: Dude, this uh, is like, this is real stuff here.
1: Yeah, we're starting to get into the grind. We're starting to get in the real right. season. Uh, we might have some content for you tomorrow. Not sure. But uh, if not, we'll see you next week, guys. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the TheFFChamps.